All right. Uh, it says I'm recording. Just got to make sure of that real quick. Yep. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the Unnamed Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brent Kirkpatrick, alongside with my other host, Corey Moore here. And we had this idea for about two years now, right? Um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And we're finally getting around to it, the Unnamed Sports Cop Podcast. Uh, we're going to be going through giving you information and our opinions on mostly every sport, MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL. All right. Uh, it says I'm recording. Just got to make sure of that real quick. Yep. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the Unnamed Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brent Kirkpatrick, alongside with my other host, Corey Moore here. And we had this idea for about two years now, right? Um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And we're finally getting around to it, the Unnamed Sports Cop Podcast. Uh, we're going to be going through giving you information and our opinions on mostly every sport, MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL. You name it, we probably have it here. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to add on before I announce no, uh, I mean, a little um, competition here? Even, yeah, even though we uh, have had this idea for two years, we still haven't thought of a name. So yes. that's uh, that's up to you guys here. Yes, that is up to you guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a challenge sort of where our followers and viewers are going to get to decide our name. So in order to enter, just add us at our Twitter handle, which is, I got to check this real quick. Unnamed Sports One. There it is. Unnamed Sports One. Um, most basic name out there right now. But yeah. now that, hopefully that'll change. We got to pick a good name here. Or you can comment on our YouTube channel. Make sure to go subscribe to us. It's also Unnamed Sports Podcast. Um, yeah, pretty self-explanatory there if you can find it. If you can't find it, um, just... If you, if you can't find it, I don't know how you're watching this video. Like, for real. Like, you're, 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 probably, you're probably one of my YouTube subscribers who found out about this through me, which... If you want to go find it, go to PGH Death Winners Freedom Tower video, check the comments, and there's a comment there. You can go subscribe to us there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so do we want to do an introduction of ourselves here, like favorite sports teams and like that kind of knowledge? Okay. I guess I'll start then. All right, sounds good. All right, so my name is Corey. I am... I'm mostly a basketball fan of any other sport. Like, on, to be to be honest, I don't really have that much knowledge of all sports. It's kind of a little knowledge, and then a lot of basketball knowledge, which Brennan kind of lacks. And my That's favorite true. team there is uh, the Houston Rockets. Then uh, for football, it's the Denver Broncos. For baseball, it's the Pittsburgh Pirates, and for the NHL, it would be the St. Louis Blues. So we got a whole range there, favorite teams. Yeah, and uh, I'm Brennan Kirkpatrick. I do have a YouTube channel, PGH Death Winner. Uh, that's probably where you're coming from if you're don't watching subscribe. these first couple of episodes. Uh, don't subscribe to that. Subscribe to this, though, I will say. This will be much better. Um, I have, I want to say, a broader range of knowledge, not like Corey. He's specifically mostly the NBA. Uh, I just have a lot of general knowledge of mostly the NFL and MLB. There's some NBA, some NHL there. I am a Buffalo sports fan, so the Bills and Sabres, along with the Pittsburgh Pirates for baseball, 
and the Indiana Pacers for basketball. I know. I know. I, I root for the sucky team, so all three of them are terrible. I mean, we're, we're both in a rebuild. Well, the Pacers yeah. should be in a rebuild. But that we don't do anything. But besides the Pacers, you know, the Buffalo Bills are in the playoffs. Hopefully they don't lose. But uh, speaking of basketball, do we want to get into our first story here of Clay Thompson returning to the NBA after two and a half seasons? Yeah, yeah. Right at the beginning of the week, on Monday, I believe it was, he made his comeback against the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, he, he, he's playing limited minutes right now in his first few games, but he's not, he's not doing horrible. He's doing no. all right. I mean, obviously, obviously there's going to be adjustment there. Right. Coming back, but has he had any okay. games since the uh, Bucks game? Has Golden Golden State played? I've not. Uh, uh yeah. So he played against the Bulls. The okay. Warriors played against the Bulls, and they benched Curry for that. Oh, they really? rested him. Okay. And yesterday, they played the Timberwolves. All right, because I have his stats and, for the uh, uh, first three games: the Cavs, Grizzlies, and Bucks. Um, they're not bad. He's played twenty, twenty, twenty-one minutes in those three games with total mm-hmm. forty-two points. Uh, he has not been bad, and I mean, if you want to talk about a snub for the NBA seventy five All Star team, this is him right here, Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah. obviously, I mean, historically, historically, Clay is an amazing player, great, and it's it's good to see him back on the floor. I mean, I watched the game on uh, on Monday against the Cavs, and it was just good to see him out there playing. So yeah, the five time NBA All Star, just overall. Sunday, Sunday, my mistake. Sunday, yeah. But, I mean, hey, he went out there. He's playing. He's back. The Golden State offense, they have some work to do. Still shooting under 50% from the looks of it. But with Klay Thompson coming back, that deadly three-point shot coming back into that starting five, hey, they have a chance to run away with the NBA title. Could take down Brooklyn, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they have their issues. I mean, I think all of the contenders right now have have their problems. We'll really have to wait until uh, Draymond Green comes back for Golden State mm-hmm. to see, to evaluate so how the team will be. Definitely a big part of that. But uh, I think it is promising. Definitely the Golden State Warriors have to be favorites to come out of the West here. Uh, Splash Brothers, they're getting healthy at the right time, too, entering the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, that, that game against the Cavaliers was really fun to watch. Uh, Clay had a couple Definitely. highlights there. He had if you want to pull up the and highlight. He had the, one, he had the one really solid one. The one, yeah, yeah here. Sure, I'll be Open link a new tab here. We can pull this up, this ad. i got to edit this out. That'll be fun. But, yeah, he took down the entire Cavs team on this dunk and this is just just impressive this is what the warriors have been missing for two and a half years everyone counted them out and then clay thompson goes in does something like this golden states their dynasty is not over yet boom yeah and i mean obviously they've had a great season without clay to start i mean they were yeah, the they... one seed in the western mm-hmm. conference for a while they're sitting at the two seed right now behind the suns uh i think a lot of people probably have the warriors above the suns in the playoff race for sure but... for sure You'd see, but no, they are definitely they can definitely make some noise in the playoffs this year, and uh, yeah, hey, it's, I mean, it's good to see the Blackbirds back together. Saying, I hope people keep doubting us. I don't think people are going to doubt them anymore. 
The Warriors are on fire. I mean, besides that offense, the defense rocking it on all cylinders. If the offense isn't putting up points, I think Golden State still has a great chance to win. There's, they're the best yeah. team in the West, in my opinion, right now. Yeah. And, I mean, just to move on and uh, kind of just finish up here with the NBA real quick, a uh, few trades made, uh, well, a trade and an almost trade made in this right. past week uh, with – Cam Reddish being traded from the Atlanta Hawks to the New York Knicks for Kevin Knox and a highly protected first-round pick. Uh, Brennan, how do you think this is going to help the Knicks particularly? Because we don't really know how it would The, the Knicks? Uh, I have not really followed the Knicks all that often. I've only seen them when they have played the Pacers. And, of course, they've the Pacers have choked leads to them multiple times. Uh, they look... They've looked pretty average. I mean, you can't. I'm not. You can't really base a team yeah, off yeah. of how they play the Indiana Pacers. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're not. We're not good. But well, the, well, yeah. But um, the Knicks are on a three-game win streak right now. Uh, R.J. Barrett's been on a bit of a R.J. Tear. Barrett has been pretty good. Killing it. He had the game winner the other night, uh, and uh, against I think it was uh, Celtics. No, is this a this great, is a, it was a great shot. Great to see. Yeah, this isn't a and, move um, that's going to put uh, the Knicks over the top or anything. Really, really, I think I mean, this is I think this is big for the Knicks. I mean, really, yeah. Cam, Cam I mean, Reddish what are, what are Cam Reddish's stats like for the past? I mean, I mean, Cam Reddish is definitely for anyone who knows. Um, he he was a great player in high school. Uh, he went to Duke with Zion Williamson and R.J. Right. Barrett. Uh, so he already has those connections there with RJ. Uh, that would probably build his chemistry a bit. He said that he kind of wants to go back to like his high school form, because I mean on the on Atlanta he's just been kind of a role player. He's been uh, benched yeah. most of the time, not getting a ton of minutes. But when he has gotten time, he's he's done some great things. And uh, no, I mean kind of kind of an up and up and down career for him so far. Right. But, he definitely has the potential to be great, and uh, I think the Knicks can help him unlock that potential, especially with uh, Tom Thibodeau as their coach and his uh, good friend of R.J. Barrett. Yeah, we're going to have to see how Thibodeau utilizes him in this game. He was a bench player. How will he adjust from coming off the bench and possibly being into the Knicks starting five? I mean, the Knicks yeah. – I mean, it's safe to yeah, say – that's, that's another thing you'll have to – that's another thing we'll have to look out for because mm-hmm. – uh, Thibodeau definitely, uh, like, he, he, he does want his young players to earn that starting spot most of the time. Right. So he probably won't, in my guess, he probably wouldn't start as the starting uh, player there. I I don't think he, that would really change long. But but he definitely has the talent to be at, le- at least there, a solid six-man for them there, uh, along with Emmanuel quickly. I think this just gives the Knicks more depth and yeah, definitely. Uh, this has definitely better. been a bit of a Especially disappointing season for them. I mean, after getting the four seed right last year in the Eastern yeah, Conference, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have not played that well as they did last year. I mean, the Knicks kind of a disappointing franchise throughout the 2010s. You thought of turnaround last year, and mm-hmm. it's kind of been the case this year. Not really. They've been pretty mediocre. But a player like Cam Reddish definitely should help the Knicks get a couple more wins under their belt and compete for that hard uh, Eastern Conference seating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I could be wrong. I believe he will be playing tonight. 
Yeah, against uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Could be wrong. But, uh, no, either way, right. uh, he'll definitely be in soon, and uh, he'll he'll make an impact for the team. I, th- I think I think pretty immediately you'll, people will be able to see that he's going to be a good player for them in the future, and I think he... I think he definitely wants to be able to unlock the potential that he had coming out of high school. People yeah, thought he sure. had coming out of high school. And I think he'll definitely be a star in the future, especially with the Knicks. Uh, as for the Hawks in this trade, I I don't really know what the, what they're doing here. Uh, Kevin Knox hasn't had the best career so far. Yeah, he really hasn't. And um, that's really all they're getting here because this is a top like top 18 protected pick from the, from the Hornets. So, like, yeah. I think it's considering is, how the Hornets aren't aren't too far out from the playoff. I mean, they're they're in the play-in conversation right now at the right. seventh seed. I think they definitely uh, would probably fall into that top eighteen. So I we'll have to wait and really see. Know. I mean, the Hawks made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. This is definitely a weird move for them to make this point in the season. I mean, if you take a look at the NBA standings here, let me pull that up. Uh, you can see the Hawks not e- not even in the top five in the conference. Yeah, I, and that's that's my big thing for the Hawks here. In the, setting at the twelve seed in the 12, yeah. Eastern Conference, they they need a playoff push. Here. They need to make a push for the playoffs here. Mm-hmm. Uh, toward, that's for sure. Like, towards the second half of the regular season, that like they need to get in that playing conversation because they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And they're nowhere near that this year. Right? Yeah, there are three I don't teams think, worse than that. I don't think Kevin Knox really raises their ceiling as far as that's no. concerned. So I don't really know uh, why they would go for that. But Oh, well. Uh, maybe it's but, the um, end of uh, the Hawks' one-year run. We'll yeah, see yeah. I mean, I hope not. I mean, Is Trey Young out the door? Hawks, Hawks did make some good noise last year, and... I think it's I think it's just kind of showing uh, that some of the some of their players uh, some of their decisions that they've made haven't been the best. I mean, I think John Collins uh, clearly, at least in the regular season, is not playing up to the way that he did in the playoffs last season. So mm-hmm. yeah. and that changes a lot, especially considering how much money they they gave them uh, yeah. to stay with the team. So if I mean. If he does well in the playoffs, great, but they have to make it there first. Yeah, so. sitting at 17 and 25, there's definitely still a chance for them to get in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing, they're two games out of the Knicks for that play-in. So, yeah, but um, no, right, this year Kevin I'll Knox see. with the Knicks uh, averaged, uh, averaged uh, I think eight and a half minutes in his 13 games that he played. So yeah. I mean, not not doing great. He he no. hasn't had a great career thus far, but um, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll just have to see how how it goes. We'll just, uh, yeah. yeah. Best of luck to Kevin Knox. He's young as well, British. so he's young as well, so he might be able to. There could be a turnaround there. Future, but we'll just have to we'll see. Have to wait and see on that. Uh, definitely an interesting move made by these two teams here. Yeah. And then the other trade, uh, the other uh, almost trade made this week was with Bull Bull going uh, to the Cavaliers, and then that was canceled. So they right. uh, did not want him anymore. And uh, you don't yeah. see a lot of trades getting canceled these days. Um, definitely yeah. interesting. 
Uh, or uh, my mistake. I keep I keep mixing up uh, teams today. <laughs> keep talking about the Cavs. Uh, it was the Pistons he was going to. Okay. And uh, but um, no, there was medical issues with uh, Bol Bol and yeah, uh, yeah. COVID related. No, uh, he failed. He failed his physical. Ah. So. Okay. So they were like, no, we're not doing that. Right. And um, so he's still on the Nuggets for now, not getting any minutes still. But um, it'll be interesting to see if they can trade him before uh, trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the trade deadline, any big uh, any big names you're hoping to get traded here, Brad? Well, I mean, the deadline approaches. You know, there are a couple names that I would love to see traded. Sabonis. Miles Turner. You want him gone. I want I want a clean house, bro. We're sitting at 15 really? and 28. There's no way that this team can make a push. We are the definition well, I mean, speaking of, of your Pacers, Speaking of your Pacers, they are uh, thinking about acquiring Gordon Hayward uh, for Miles mm-hmm. Turner. Do you think that could change things around for them? No. You're trading one no. of the best defensive players in the NBA right now for Gordon Hayward. I, I want I want picks. I want young player. I don't want a Gordon Hayward for a Miles Turner. I want yeah, yeah, picks. Yeah. I want first round picks for that man. He's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year. Knock on wood. Uh, whichever team he ends up on, even if he's still a Pacer, there. I don't think there's a way to turn this season around for us. I think we just gotta sell, rebuild the team. We have our coach Rick Carlisle. I like him. I think some of the decisions he's made late game have been questionable. We've been blowing leads left and right. We lost, We blew a lead to the Nets a couple weeks ago. That was embarrassing to watch. For as, yeah, yeah. Even for as good as the Nets are, you just can't do that. Especially with Kyrie back, that was going to be a statement win. and We couldn't hold on. Yeah. I want, well, I mean, that, that's, all, that's all we really got for the NBA uh, yeah. this week, honestly. Uh, but as the trade deadline keeps, appro- keeps approaching, we'll uh, let you guys February 10th is the deadline. We'll hopefully hear some news about players like Ben Simmons and Miles Turner. Maybe, maybe both Miles Turner yeah, yeah. and DeMontis Dame Dalla getting away. D- did you just say Dame? I don't know. I heard he wants to that's stay. A, that's another thing that happened this week, actually. Uh, Damian Lillard was, yeah. uh, announced that he had surgery and they are going to shut him down for six weeks and reevaluate him based on how the team is doing uh, in, the, right. in the standings. And uh, I think... I think everybody kind of has a consensus at this point that that probably means Damian Lillard won't play for the rest of the season. Uh, they're probably going to go for a pick and see how it goes from there. I, I don't I don't think uh, Damian Lillard should be happy with how the Trailblazers are moving right yeah, I mean, now. He, he I wants to stay a, there. I mean, I don't know why, but I don't think a I don't think a draft prospect uh, in this season. I don't think that would make them any more likely to win a championship, which is, like, where they were fighting for just a few years ago right? Um, in the Western Conference Finals. Is it McCollum also ago. out? Collapsed uh, McCollum, McCollum is in a lot of trade talks. So, really? like... He has a collapsed love right yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see, but... That'll yeah. be interesting to see what the Pacers do, sitting in 10th place, 17-25. Similar record to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Okay. No idea. Now let's move on. Before uh, before we get into the big NFL stuff of right, the, uh, of the big NFL, playoffs uh, coming up, big playoffs. Stuff, we got to talk about a little bit of drama, right? With right. uh, for first, uh, which drama do you want to start with, Brent? Uh, I don't know. 
Uh, whatever one you want to. If it's all uh, right, uh, let's go to Djokovic. Just Djokovic, kind of move past Djokovic. real quick. Right. Not neither. Neither of us are big tennis fans, no, right? Not but, really. Um, it's kind of hard to ignore this in the news here. So yeah. Novak Djokovic, uh, obviously unvaccinated. In the beginning of the beginning of the week, he was given a special visa that allowed him to go to Australia despite uh, not being vaccinated. And uh, that was overturned by the government because they said they that he didn't have a valid like medical reason to be there. Mm-hmm. So they didn't let him go. Then he got another visa, changed that around. Yep. And uh, then yesterday uh, he was told that he could not go once again. So he will not be playing in the Australian I thought he lost. Because he is out of the country now. He left before he got deported. And I thought he lost in the first round of the Australian Open. He did not he get to play, play. This, okay. uh, as far as I know. I thought he did. Um, I thought I heard somewhere he did. But I do know he did leave Australia before he got deported. So he is out of the country now. Um, mm-hmm. But what a situation. I mean, who, who gave him the visa in the first place? And I think that was... A bad part of the Australian government not working yeah. together. And uh, you let them in or you don't. You don't do that. Yeah. And uh, as I'm looking here, it's saying that he might be uh, barred from the French Open as well due to not having a vaccine. That'd be and uh, it's 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 just a whole. Just a whole it's a big problem here. mess right now. Big, I mean, yeah, it's a big I, mess I, we're, we're not trying to get political I mean, obviously here. Obviously, one of the best tennis players in the world, if not the best. And it's just unfortunate to see how how uh, people not willing to get a vaccine or being not affected. being able to. I mean, I'm not one to tell anyone here that. Right, like, we're not we're not trying to make this political I'm, here. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying to say you right. should or shouldn't get the vaccine. But I am saying if you want to play tennis, you have to follow the rules. And if Right, and I mean, it, it it depends on what matters more to you. Like, if you if you want to play your career, then you we'll have to that. get the vaccine because that's what the countries are requiring. And uh, if it if it matters more to you about your opinions of not getting the vaccine, then okay. But I I mean, right. I don't know. It it just I think it was fair for the Australian government to not let him in because he shouldn't have had any exemption there that anyone else didn't have. Mm-hmm. So. I understand that, and I would understand the same way if uh, the French Open also did not let him play uh, due to France's vaccine laws there as well. Right. I just think this situation was a mess. I mean, they, he shouldn't have gotten visa anyways if he knew or if they knew that they weren't going to let him in, in the first place. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's whatever. He's out of the country now, uh, and we'll see what happens with the French Open. We'll keep you guys updated on that situation there. Yep. But anyways, you want to yep. get into the second piece of drama. This one I researched. Uh, it was a lot, honestly. We um, got a whole timeline of this. Uh, the Evander Kane drama of what's going on in the NHL right now. Ooh, what a what a situation it's in. I found an entire timeline of all the stuff he has done. And it is crazy. Thank God he is off the Buffalo Sabres right now. Let me tell you, I know he's traded a couple of years ago, or off the team for a couple of years now, but still. Yeah. Man, this man is a piece of work. 
what do you, yeah. what do you think? I and, uh, without getting into too much detail, if you want to just line lay out like what happened there. I mean, yeah. So, do you want me to go over the entire story, like everything that's gone on? Yeah, don't right. don't get too much detail. We don't need all that. All place. right. Uh, 2014, he's accused of assault on a Vancouver resident. And police investigated, did not charge him, but uh, Kane called out his team at the time, the Winnipeg Jets, uh, saying about how they didn't support him through the investigation of him assaulting a someone in Vancouver. Then in February 2016, he purposely misses practice and is suspended by the Buffalo Sabres. Then later, he attended the NBA All-Star Game and told head coach Dan Bilesma and GM Tim Murray that he would not be attending practice so that he could go to the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, Kane later comes out and says he will learn from the situation. Well, later in August of 2016, Kane is accused of a sexual assault... Uh, but no criminal complaint was filed against him. And then, later, he was arrested for grabbing three women by the hair and neck at a Buffalo nightclub. And the judge dismisses all the charges against him in condition that he stays out of trouble. Well, three years later, November 2019, a Las Vegas casino files a lawsuit against Kane over an unpaid gambling debt of $500,000. And then in January 2021, he files for bankruptcy with over $26 million in debt. Later that year, in July and August, uh, his divorced wife makes several Instagram posts about how Kane bet on his own NHL games. NHL investigated. Uh, they did not find any evidence of him doing that, however. Well, later in August, a federal bankruptcy judge allows for a go-ahead for discovery in a lawsuit filed against Kane by Hope Parker, who alleges that he pulled out an emergency pulled out of an agreement to pay her two million dollars if she aborted her pregnancy. September 2021, I know this is quite a bit, his divorced wife, as I said, Anna Kane, files for a domestic violence restraining order on Kane, which included a sexual assault and domestic battery charges against Kane. Then we get to October 2021. The Athletics' Danny Kaplan files an extensive report with further detail into Keekley's five-year-old lawsuit against Kane after Kane filed for request a federal bankruptcy case to partially lift the stay. November 2021, Kane claims Anna lied about the pregnancy, asks judge for full custody of the daughter. And in January 2021, Kane is placed on unconditional waivers by the San Jose Sharks for violating the AHL's COVID protocol. COVID protocols. And then we get into the Connor McDavid coming out and supporting Evander Kane through all this. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, that's, that's, uh, that's all I got to say is. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, none of it, none of it was positive. I mean. Definitely not. So it's, it's just a shaky situation, especially considering, I mean, he did come off a great season last year. Uh, uh with the San Jose Sharks, and mm-hmm. now he's just not no. He playing. Should, he Probably he not going to play anytime soon. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Kane got a similar. Uh, I mean, I, I'm hoping he doesn't get a similar treatment to to Antonio Brown. I actually I compared that uh, 
at my notes over here, I compared that, like, the Connor McDavid, comparing him to Tom Brady, the GOATs coming and yeah. telling these troubled players to come play for them. And we'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah, Edmonton Oilers, they that. definitely need the help. I mean, this team has the two best players in the NHL, in my opinion, on that team, and they're still not that good. Yeah. I mean, we'll, ju- we'll just have to see how it is. I mean, obviously, with the Antonio Brown situation as of now, it's not He's going not great. Uh, it's It's just... I don't. I don't know. I mean, if 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 this guy can uh, come come back and play well and also become a better person and everything and make up for everything poor that he's done in the past, that would be fantastic. Be but we just have to see. Uh, we just have to see. As of now, I don't think this man should touch the ice again. He's just a yeah. cancer in locker rooms and everything he's done. I mean, missing practice yeah. to go to an NBA All Star game. You know, you have a season, man. Come on. And that's the that's probably yeah, the least yeah. like troublesome. I thing mean, exactly. Did. I mean, the the fact that I mean, obviously, there's horrible stuff in his personal life. Right. But I mean, if we're if we're uh, going strictly on hockey as well, I mean, he's obviously not a great presence there on no, the team he's breaking, either. No, he's breaking COVID protocols and doing all that stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, if if like if he was really that important, I mean, he was the Sharks Player of the Year last season. I mean. And if it was really that important for them to keep him around, then they would they like, would. yeah, they would, they would, they would, there would have been more. I mean, the sharks there aren't the sharks are not a good team, so I mean, that takes just, that it, player it, of the year really with a grain of salt, but clearly, uh, the sharks at least other teams he's played for have thought of his behavior as unnecessary, and they don't want to deal with that. And I think that's probably the way a lot of the other NHL teams are probably going to think of it in the right. same situation. Right. Well, I mean. Speaking of Antonio Brown, I mean, we want to get into the NFL playoffs now. I mean, I know the he, he's not in the NFL currently, but his former teams are uh, all three of them, actually. Maybe four if you count the Buffalo Bills. Uh, two of them won, two of them did not. Do you want to take over on some of the games? Let's start, I guess we'll start at the 430 Cincinnati Bengals, Las Vegas Raiders. What were your reactions to that initial game? Yeah, I mean, I didn't get to watch this game. Uh, I was doing other stuff that day, but um, it was. It, I mean, obviously, just looking at the score, it was a close game, and uh, the Bengals came up on top. And uh, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think I don't think a lot of people really expected for the Raiders to win there. I mean, they had their chance. Did you not see the um, controversial call? Where Joe Burrow I did, threw the I ball out of bounds, the whistle blew. Tyler Boyd, they call it a touchdown. Yes. I mean, if you take away that touchdown, it's a tie game. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it. Yeah. I mean, we, Raiders we just lead by one. Yeah, but... Be interesting. I will give yeah. the Raiders credit though. Rick Bisaccia did an amazing job with all the drama the Raiders had this season. For him to lead that team into the playoffs, I think he deserves that head coaching job. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep Derek Carr around too. I mean, get some receivers help. I think the Raiders could be a pretty good team. Will they rival the Chiefs for that division? Probably not. Um, we'll have to see what the Chargers do. The Bengals, though, congrats. You won your first playoff game 31 years. Joe Burrow looks amazing. That defense, better hope that Derrick Henry yeah. does not play this coming Saturday at 430. Mm, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to see how that goes. That might be a, a bit of an issue. But I, think, I think the Bengals have the offense – to go to the AFC Championship, 
Yeah, they they definitely have the talent and uh, the ability to to move on uh, past the divisional yeah, round. You get here, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins. If Derrick Henry Boyd. were to make a return, though, I I don't. The thing is, I though, with Derrick Henry, he's coming off of a pretty serious injury. I don't think he's going to get thirty plus touches a game. And if you force, sure, but I think he still would make a definite impact here. And right, I think right. it's already a, I think it's already pretty a pretty much a close matchup between uh, Cincinnati and Tennessee here without Henry. And if if, if, yeah, if it'll if be a Derrick close Henry game there. I mean, I mean, if Derrick Henry's leader, there, that you know, opens up the Tennessee offense so much more. I mean, the Bengals have a pretty weak secondary. It's been shaky. They're going up against A.J. Brown and Julio Jones with Ryan Tannehill. If you ask Tannehill to do too much, maybe the Bengals can sneak off with a win, but you're getting Derrick Henry now. It's going to open up Tennessee's playbook. I'm going to say Tennessee comes out on top if Henry plays, but I like that Bengals offense. I think they can make some noise. Joe Mixon not going to get involved in the run game. Tennessee has a very good run defense this year. Uh, Secondary's been a little shaky outside of Bayard, but, I mean, I think the Bengals receivers can do it. Joe Burrow will put up a fight. Um, And, yeah, I think the Bengals have a chance, but if Derrick Henry plays, I'm going with the Titans to win this game. Now, the other game on Saturday, uh, you know, we have to talk about it. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, man. Oh, man. To all the Patriots fans watching, now you know how it feels to be a fan yeah. of the AFC on, East. Uh, yeah, on, on Saturday, uh, the reason why I wasn't able to go to uh, go see the Bengals and Raiders game is because I was busy doing other things. And one of the people that was there with me whenever I was uh, doing something else, uh, he he's a big uh, Patriots fan. Oh, the really? Whole time, yeah. uh, like we were in the car, and he right. was just talking about. Uh, he was just talking about like how he thinks they have a chance against the Bills. Well, and, well, well, like, well, boy, just, was just he really wrong. exciting. He's like, I love Mac Jones. He's gonna do great. The Bills offense, the first ever perfect offensive game in NFL history. No punts, no turnovers, no turnover mm. on downs. Yeah. Nothing. And seven, and I mean, seven uh, drives, this seven here, touchdowns. This the final score of forty seven seventeen is actually a bit misleading because uh, the, the two Patriots, garbage time touchdowns by the Patriots yeah. they scored on the Bills second string defense there. I mean Mac Jones played hell of a game. Props to him, give him credit. Micah Hyde though on that interception that was the game changer right there. If Mac Jones gets that touchdown, I think it's a bit closer of a game. I think the Bills do still come out on top, but definitely the mm-hmm. tides would have shifted. But Micah Hyde. What an amazing player. Got snubbed from the Pro Bowl. Second team All-Pro, though. And that mm. Bills defense, number one, they hung in with the Patriots. I mean, Patriots offense, not that good. But the Bills defense, they showed up. They stepped up. But the mm. main story here is obviously the Bills offense going 7-for-7. Seven, seven, seven touchdowns, putting up 47 points. I mean, you literally cannot ask for a better game out of Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, Dawson Knox. The whole offense got involved. Gabe Davis caught a touchdown. Emmanuel Sanders came back. It's just unbelievable what this team did. Now they have to go into Arrowhead, play the Chiefs. That should be hell of a game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen, probably arguably the two best quarterbacks in the league. And the the real question there uh, is, I I mean, he said it earlier, but I don't know if you guys uh, remember here. Brennan's a big Bills fan. Yeah. How, how do you, how do you, how do you think you're you're gonna do against the Chiefs? I mean, they were looking good last night against the Steelers, and well, keep it, I, keep in mind the Bills had their 
offensive showing against a top five defense. The Chiefs did not. Now, does that mean the Chiefs are slouches on defense and on offense? No. The Chiefs are probably the best team in the AFC right now. I'm definitely interested to see on how the Bills attack that defense. They move Chris Jones in, and they're a def- different team than they were in Week 5. The Chiefs have stepped up. They've shown that they can beat contenders. And I think the Bills, they got to expose the Chiefs secondary again. The difference this time between the Patriots defense and the Chiefs defense, though, is the speed. Kansas City has more speed to cover those receivers. I think you still need to get Isaiah McKenzie involved in the slot. Cole Beasley should have a good game. Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Devin Singletary, I think he plays a big role in this game. It's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to come down to whatever quarterback plays better. Whoever, What defensive player is going to turn over the ball and get another chance for that offense. I mean, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen, Sunday night football. You can't get any better than this for a divisional yeah. play. I mean, overall, it should be a good rematch from last season. And, uh... Hey, the Bills, they've proved that they can go in an arrowhead and win. They did that week five, but this is a different Chiefs team. They got to step up at practice this week. I think they can do it. I think they can do it. I think the momentum, the Bills mm-hmm. won five in a row. The Chiefs, they, they lost to the Bengals in a shootout. How will they do against a Buffalo Bills offense, which I think is better than the Bengals offense right now? I know that's a bit of a hot take, but you saw what the Bills did on Saturday. I mean, yeah. just an absolute destruction of top five defense. Well, I know you love the Bills, but we got to move on. Yep, <laughs> right. Spend so, the whole rest so of the podcast talking about them. Let's go. Uh, next game was yesterday. Uh, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. I mean, was this game really even in question? Tom Brady's the GOAT. Even without uh, Mike Evans, not Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, all those offensive weapons missing. Even Tristan Wirfs goes down in the game. Tom Brady still played a hell of a game against the Eagles. Mm. I really don't think there was a question on who would win this game. Tampa Bay has the best run defense in the NFL. Probably the Eagles are a run-centric offense. They forced Jalen Hurts to throw the ball, and he couldn't. I mean, he had a couple of interceptions. I mean, he was making bad reads all night long, all afternoon. I mean, yeah. I really don't know what else to say. The I mean, I wouldn't be too hard on. I wouldn't be too hard on Jalen Hurts. No, for I sure. I didn't think he. I didn't think he played horrible against this defense, but um. No, it was pretty obvious that Tampa Bay would come. Tampa Bay was definitely the better better team team. in that game. I mean, Mm -hmm. really not much else to say. But what I can say Mm -hmm. is uh, about the next game, the 49ers and the Cowboys. I mean. On Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. What a game, honestly. Young Sheldon on the sidelines. Young Sheldon on the sideline giving out the rules. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles playing football. The slime all over the place. That was a game. And I mean, it's hilarious. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the videos there, but um, no, you should definitely look up some of the some of the highlights coming from the Nickelodeon team. Yeah, rather I, tur- than I turned from, the Nickelodeon uh, broadcast on in the uh, second half to see NFL what team. it was about. It was really interesting. yeah, it was it was pretty great. Uh, it was it was yeah, just the, the animations of that was was they were pretty comedic. And, yeah, uh, for real. Well, I, I hope I hope Nickelodeon sticks around. Uh, as oh, they the will. Card they game. will. Um, so. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys killed themselves, man. A Unfortunate after play. penalty, after penalty. Even for the 49ers, too, they had a lot of penalties. But 
That was the big mm-hmm. question from Dallas. This team was undisciplined all year. They couldn't get it together. And what was that call by Mike McCarthy on the final game, or the final play of the game, where Dak Prescott runs a QB sneak. He got the first down, put them inside the red zone, but you got to hand the ball back to the ref so you can snap it. Even with zero, like mm-hmm. one second left on the clock, there's still a chance you come back, you win. But that was dumb. Like... I mean, it, it was it, it was unfortunate. I mean, if you, I mean, I, I don't know if you've been following like news uh, news about that, but um, no, I I mean, basically they they just didn't really have any time to like lay out a plan, play there, and they didn't. Just, but you you got to give the ball back to that ref, and he yeah. can't be going in doing that because you didn't give the ball back to him. The 49ers, they played tough. They almost blew it. And if they would have lost, there would have been talk today about what happened when they blew that lead to the Cowboys. So they were up 17 mm-hmm. nothing at a point, I think. Um, yep. I mean, they couldn't get the first down with Debo Samuel. That gave the ball back to the Cowboys. That false start killed them. If they would have they would have gotten that, too, if they wouldn't have false started. Jimmy G got the first down. Mm-hmm. They didn't get it. They had to punt the ball away. Dallas drove down the field, and if it wasn't for their uh, – Miss coaching, this would be a completely different game. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm definitely rooting for uh, for the 49ers in some capacity yeah. for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. For sure, they um, have a great offense. Debo Samuel, defense. one of my big fantasy players. Debo uh, Samuel, he had a great Samuel. night in uh, DFS for me, uh, Yahoo mm-hmm. Fantasy. So yeah, I'm 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 rooting for him there as well. And, uh, yeah, I hope the 49ers do well. But uh, I will tell you who did not do well for me in my DFS fantasy lineup, and that was Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That game, ugh. Yeah, the TJ Watt <laughs> touchdown, and that was it. Yeah. And uh, Brennan and I know a lot of Steelers fans, right? right? So this was, this was definitely sweet to, uh, was, to watch. After, after they fun. got the touchdown... Oh, we just our phones got blown up. I don't know about you, Brian. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. got blown up by a ton of people. Just like, oh yes, we got the defensive touchdown. It's just, uh, and it, it was hilarious. it was just funny to watch from there. And I mean, after that defensive touchdown, the switch all went down on for the Chiefs. Nothing Patrick else. Mahomes coming out playing like he was last season, the year before, turned on his twenty eighteen to twenty twenty form. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the offense. This That was a statement to the Buffalo Bills right there. Like, hey, we're ready for you. We're coming for you. Chiefs kingdom, baby. And uh, they showed that. I mean, uh, unfortunately I mean, unfortunately for Steelers fan, or maybe fortunately, you don't know. I mean, honestly, I get a lot of mixed reactions here. Like, right. sometimes people love him. Sometimes people hate him. But Ben Roethlisberger, for you. probably gone. So Yeah, he's probably going to retire. Uh, I mean, hey, there's there's a lot of quarterbacks out in the market. I don't think they go draft one. Um, Aaron Rodgers possibly to the Steelers. That would be a good fit. Although that I think I think I think they go more of a mobile kind of quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is going to be 39 next year, I think. Um, we'll have to see what they do. Maybe Russell Wilson goes there. It could also be in the running for mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson if all his legal stuff gets cleared. I mean, well, yeah. they have. I mean. As sad as it may be, the the Steelers definitely did not deserve this one yesterday. I they mean, didn't deserve to be in no, the playoffs. I mean, at the all. one the one play with uh, Travis Kelsey like wide open for the, yeah. for the 
touchdown. I mean, that's just lazy defense, and it's just. I mean, the Steelers' defense faltered late in the season. You can't have that happen, especially come around playoff time. They were they were lucky to get into the playoffs. They almost lost to the Ravens' XFL squad. I mean, if it weren't for the Colts, they wouldn't be in this situation. I mean, congrats, Steelers! You made the playoffs. Sent Big Ben Ben out. Uh, and uh bit of a shaky way he put up two touchdowns though mm-hmm. i mean Najee harris had his first fumble of the season thank god it wasn't during the fantasy football season and it was in the playoffs he yeah. still hurt my dfs fantasy team though not happy with you Najee, right now even though you did carry me to the fantasy football championship uh but yeah it, hey there is a game on tonight though rams yeah versus uh Cardinals. Cardinals, right. Yeah, let me take a look at that. Arizona fifty two percent chance to win, but Los Angeles is favored, minus four and a half. The over and under forty nine and a half points. I I'm taking the over Yeah, I'm not I'm, liking uh I'm not liking Arizona in this matchup. I'm not I I don't know. We'll have to see how the Rams defense plays. It comes down to Matthew Stafford. If Matthew Stafford is on the Rams win easily. If not, the Cardinals could be in for a potential upset here, although I really don't know how much of an upset it is. Four versus five seeds here. Uh, I'm definitely taking the over, though. 49 and a half points. It's going to be a shootout. Kyler Murray, did, I don't think D-Hop is playing, though. Is he? Uh, I can figure that out real quick. Uh, check that. Um, dude, why is my Google, like, all messed up? Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if the injury this. report is out though. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's official whether or not. Okay. Um, well, no. assume D Hop isn't playing. Um, yeah, be, either way, honestly, I, d- I don't. I think Kyler Murray can do enough. I mean, he sells Christian Kirk, uh, Rondale Moore, James Conner. He has yeah. a lot of. I mean, I, I don't have. I don't have any faith in Kyler Murray after my really? uh, after two seasons ago in fantasy. It's just <laughs> messed up. I traded Josh Allen for him, and uh, right. whenever he was going on a tear, and then he it just he he failed me. So yeah, I, I, I mean, think uh, I, I have no isn't, faith. This isn't the fantasy football playoffs, though. This is the NFL playoffs. Kyler Murray making. I have no faith in him here. Playoff debut. The Rams are a solid solid team. I don't know. I don't think I have. I have more faith in Kyler Murray than Matthew Stafford, but I think Matthew Stafford has the better weapons around him, the better defense to help him succeed. Hey, the Rams mm, exactly. blew a lead to the San Francisco 49ers last night, so maybe the 49ers... That's the first time they've ever done that, though. Right, but it happened week 18, heading into the playoffs. How do you feel yeah. about your team I mean, blowing lead right before the playoffs, right before you have to go up and play division rival, who you split the series with? Sure, but like, but that's know. that's clearly an outlier. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that the, the like... The Rams coach, that was the first time he has ever lost, like, going after leading in, uh, a halftime. After yeah. leading a halftime. So, so, like, coach. there's. I'm going to take, take the Rams. Cliff Kingsbury in the second half of the season. I'm not worried. They got. They have a better defense. They have they have a better. I mean, they, they have good potential on offense here. I. If there's if there's issues with, with like, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, like, it's just well, JJ Watts coming back tonight. He is playing. I don't know how much of an yeah. impact he will make. He is pretty exactly. old. I, I don't know. Chandler Jones yeah. should play well. 
We'll have to see. I think the Rams come out in a handed victory unless Matthew Stafford turns into the Detroit Lions Matthew Stafford where he could not never get his team over the top. He's shown he's shown that this season. Will he show it tonight when it matters most in the playoffs? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I'm going Rams here. I think the Rams win 34-21. to 21. I think it's a pretty handy. 34-24. Uh, I think they win by 10. I think Kyler Murray has an all right game. I think the Rams defense gets enough to get yeah. it done. I, I mean, I think the score... I think the score might end up being close. Like they might only win by like a touchdown, but right. I don't. I don't see them. Them like. I don't see it being like. Very favored for for the Cardinals here. Either way, and I mean, no matter what the outcome is, at least in my opinion, uh, neither of them are going to beat the Bucks. So. I don't know. I the Rams. They have a chance to beat the Bucks. I think. Um, they, I match, think they, they match up well with the Bucks on paper. I mean, they get Cam Akers back too which is a story in and of itself. How remarkable is that? Tours Achilles in July, comes back for the playoffs less than a year later. He's ready with Sony Michelle in the backfield. I mean, the Bucks have a good defense. We'll have to wait and see on that. But yeah, this will be a good game tonight. ESPN Monday night, Super Wildcard Weekend. Way to end off this weekend, which was filled with blowouts, close games, bad calls. You name it, they had it this weekend. And mm-hmm. I hope that goes forward in the divisional round. This has definitely been one of the most interesting NFL seasons of all time. And I don't I really don't think there's a clear cut winner for the Lombardi trophy this year. Yeah. I mean no, I, I think I think the playoffs it's a good season for the playoffs here. This is definitely but, um, one of the best seasons. Patriots are out. Oh, yeah. I mean Tom Brady still going strong, I guess. We'll have to wait and see on that. But, yeah, this is going to be definitely an interesting NFL season. So, yeah, I think that's just about it. Those are the big stories we wanted to cover today. Is there anything else you want to add on before we wrap up the show? Yeah, I think I think the last thing we should do real quick is, is, is make, some, uh, make some predictions. Predictions, all right. I will be down for that. So, I mean, I mean, we've already predicted Rams Cardinals here, right. and uh, we're predicting the NBA Martin Luther King Jr. games. Oh, we can predict those too. Uh, let's let's stick in the NFL real quick. All right, uh, all right. before we go to the NBA. But uh, but um, yeah, let's. We already predicted the game tonight. Let's look at the divisional round though for for next week because right. considering how our how our schedule is at least for now with these podcasts, we probably. We'll not be able to talk again until uh, after those games. So right. So so let's just see. Uh, Bengals Titans. I I I think uh, I think the Titans are definitely favored. But um, yes. Uh, I like the Bengals. I don't know why. I I, I like, I like the, Bengals. the Bengals too. I just think if Derrick Henry comes back, I'm gonna say the Titans win a close game. Uh, 24-21, I think the Titans win on a game-winning field goal. I think the Bengals play close throughout, but I don't think... I think, honestly, here. this will be one of those games where, where, like, the very beginning of the game will set the set yeah, the tone for it. Definitely. I, I think, like, if the if, if, if Joe Mixon right off the start, like, does well, if Joe Burrow does well, like, right off the start, if the Bengals are 
are doing well. well I think if I Joe think Burrow wins this game, I think he solidifies himself as in that category with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterbacks in the AFC. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's had one he had great. great he had a great year. I mean, and this would be the time to do it. If he wants to solidify himself, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, they both have multiple playoff wins under their belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, Patrick Mahomes beat Josh Allen in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow has a chance to take down a very good Tennessee team who's who's still got the one seed with all the injuries they've had this season. And I think he can do it. I'm still going to yeah. go Titans here. Ryan Tannehill, I'm taking the Bengals. quarterback. You're taking the Bengals. Yeah. All right. Same score, too. Same score, 21-21. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. All right. Uh, I guess the next game here would be the 49ers and Packers. Yeah, speaking of good quarterbacks. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah, playing here. I, 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 don't I like the 49ers uh, with Debo Samuel, but I, I think the Packers are just they're just too good, a, honestly. This is definitely going to be interesting. The Packers have not lost at home this year. However, in the playoffs, the San Francisco 49ers are 3-0 against Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers. So will that trend will that trend continue? I don't know. The 49ers, West Coast team, they're going up into Lambeau. It's going to be frigid and snow's probably gonna be falling. I like Yeah, I I, I think I, I think I would definitely take the Packers here. I think right. I'm gonna go with the Packers here. This is the divisional round, not the NFC championship, so the Packers, I think they'll get a win here. I think the 49ers offense will put up some points. I mean, I know the Packers are getting all these players back. David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, they're all coming back for the Packers. I think they can win here. I'm going to go 34 to 27. I think the 49ers offense puts up some points there. I, I think the Packers. I, th- I think um I think the Packers uh like I don't think it's going to be like a blowout per right, se, yeah, but, but I do think the Packers are going to kind of like run away with it. Like, like that's, that's how I'm feeling probably, towards this game too. I mean, I yeah, think it's going to have a similar be, like, feel to the Cowboys uh, 49ers game, which we saw yesterday. Yeah. I think, but in the Packers' favor this time. And then uh, we can't talk about the Bucks because we don't know who they're, they're going against. I think I think the Rams would have a chance. I, I if if the Cardinals went in, I don't think the Cardinals have a chance against the Bucks. I don't know. I, I I mean I think I think if the Cardinals were there, there would definitely be like a lot of hype for it with uh, right. Kyler Murray, Tom Brady. But it would it would be. But I don't I, I don't like the Cardinals in that matchup. I but give like given another week though, it, it like if if DeAndre Hopkins were to play tonight, or even if he weren't, if he were to play next week, I I think. I mean, I, I don't think the players Cardinals. Players. I mean, the Cardinals have a lot of big ball, deep play kind of offense with the run game mix in there. I don't think mm-hmm. they get the run game going against that Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I would take the I would take the Bucks. I would uh, take over the Bucks. These teams, but um, Same but I, I I think the Rams would be closer than the Cardinals. But I think both of them could make it. Could make both it. of them could win. I'm going to go Bucks. Here. Both of them. I think if the Bucks play the Cardinals, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Bucks win twenty-seven to. 14. I don't think it's close. If the Rams play, I'm going to go 27 to 31. I think the Bucks pull up Tom Brady magic. Game-winning touchdown here. Tom Brady moves on to the NFC Championship and trying to get mm-hmm. to a second Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. Yeah. All right. And finally, 
Bills Chiefs. I'll make my prediction first, so you can leave off on a on a happy note for yourself. Right. Uh huh. I don't think the the Bills are gonna win. I think I think what's gonna happen is the Bills are gonna come out gunning. I think they're gonna. I think they're probably gonna lead at halftime, and uh, the Chiefs are gonna win it. I. I just don't. I don't. I don't see them. Like I want to say the Bills can have like like have a good good shot here, but honestly, like and even though on paper they do. I, Honestly, I, I just don't see the Chiefs losing. I I think they had a I think they didn't live up to their to their own expectations in the regular season, but I yeah, think definitely. they want to come back here and uh, and win it and uh, win the Super Bowl overall. So so like I don't I don't think they I don't think they're too concerned about the Bills. I I, I think I, I take the Chiefs in one in this one. Well, if the Chiefs aren't concerned about the Bills. That might be a cause for concern. I know Sean McDermott will get the troops rallying. I mean, if you want to talk about the Chiefs not living up to their expectations for the season, the Bills sure as hell didn't. We lost to the Jaguars. We got blown out by the Indianapolis Colts. We lost in a heartbreaker to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That freezing game against New England. We we made up. We're on a revenge tour here. We that New England lost. We lost to New England in Buffalo. What did we do? We put up seven for seven. There's, a, there's a COVID outbreak, running. The tour's getting sh- cut short, right. man. Oh, is there? Is there? I already checked. The, the, the tour, already tour's, We're fine. Tour's getting cut short, man. Mm-hmm. Two, okay, they, they're not going to win it. Remember what happened last year. AFC Championship. Stephon Diggs standing on that sideline, watching the Chiefs celebrate the Hunt Trophy come back to them. They're going to use that as motivation. That picture of Stephon Diggs looking at the Chiefs better be hung around the entire Bills training facility this week. Use that for motivation. Go into Arrowhead for a second time this season and blow out the Chiefs. I'm going Bills on top. I think it's closer. I think the defense does struggle a bit against the Chiefs offense. I'm going 42-40. to Bills pull out a win. Tyler Bass redeems himself. Gets a game-winning field goal. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills move on to face the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship, where they will again have a revenge tour against the Titans and Derrick Henry. Sure. Well, well, I hope they lose. Uh, I don't. I well, don't want to hear it from you next week. So. Oh, you'll definitely hear it if they win. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll we'll see though. So. Well, that's the NFL. See. That is the NFL. Now, current uh, current events today. Let's current look at the events. NBA. Right. MLK Day. All right, so the Hawks and the Grizzlies, right? Or is it? No, Hawks and Bucks, Bulls and Grizzlies. Yeah, Hawks, Bucks, Bulls, Grizzlies. Ton of games today, honestly. I mean, right now as we're recording this, it's probably over by the time it comes out. But um, right, I mean, Pelicans are beating the Celtics at half. Yep. Hornets are uh, playing the Knicks. Uh, uh, and uh, actually, let's let's see real quick if uh. If Cam Reddish is playing, no, he's not. <laughs> not today. So, all right. Well, you got the Seventy uh, Sixers or Wizards. That game is coming up in fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. But for those two, for those two big primetime games, let's 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 look at it. It's a you said it's it's Bucks Hawks, right? Bucks and, Hawks uh, and Bulls Grizzlies. Or on TNT, uh, the Hawks have had a horrible year. Uh, I don't right. <laughs> there, there's no reason to bet against the Milwaukee Bucks this year. I think yeah, the Bucks, yeah, yeah. Especially on the Giannis, 
you got the excitement. You got you got more of a crowd. You probably got more of a crowd than almost any other regular games. Championship last year. I think the Bucks win. I don't think the Hawks have it in them this year, as we talked about earlier in the show. I think the Bucks. And and MLK Day, other than uh, other than Christmas, this is the the NBA holiday. So right. Yeah. So they're probably going to get more eyes on them. than, than they have like in most of their other regular season games all season. So uh, the the Bucks will win. The Hawks will falter. Uh, it, Atlanta will will be sad. Uh, but 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 that said, the uh, celebrations in it, in Atlanta before the game, proceedings right. for the game will be great. There will be yeah. some it's great honoring of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King for Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, but they're gonna uh, lose. So. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be crushed. But anyways, and then, uh, yeah, a more interesting game, the Chicago Bulls and the Memphis Grizzlies, both teams playing pretty well as of late. Uh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to take the Grizzlies at home. I think John Morant. Bulls, so, Bulls playing uh, significantly less well as of late. Right. Than, uh, three losing streak. Mm-hmm. But they've had a good season overall. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm still going to go Grizzlies here. I think they can pull out a win. MLK Day. Dude, you know. Do you do you know if uh do you know the timetable for Zach Levine? Honestly, I don't. I do not. Uh-huh. Zach Levine timetable. Is he ever coming back? <laughs> what it what? No structural damage uh, to knee on uh, Bulls guard Zach Levine, so I don't I don't think he's definitely out today. Yeah, I, I mean I know he's out out today. Uh, but no, I mean, I, the Grizzlies though they have had had good games recently. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, they, they lost the history. Uh, yeah, they did lose a couple days ago. Uh, right. I mean, the, I, I don't know. I'm gonna pick the Grizzlies against here against the Bulls. Uh, that game. Yep, I think John Morant is gonna shine today on MLK Day, yeah. trying to mm-hmm. and, uh, get the win for. Uh, Boost those TV ratings. Have some yeah, NBA in, superstars ball out in Memphis, Tennessee. I think they're gonna. He, he's gonna I'm get that win. So. Yeah, I'm going with Grizzlies too. There's a lot of other games on today. Um, none of them as important. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, none of them are really important. They're just gonna yeah, be fun to watch. Honestly, <laughs> Nets playing the Cavaliers. That'll be interesting. See if the Cavs can continue playing fairly well they're going mm-hmm. up against a tough test Kyrie Irving will be playing today as the game is not in New York I'll be interested to see what happens there uh yeah yeah all right well and, yeah. that'll conclude then, uh, our show yeah. for today thank you guys so much for watching the first episode of our podcast I gotta go and edit all of this now, I'll have... Yeah, and there's, there doesn't that. need to be much editing. No, you just, just gotta, uh, you just got to take the clips and put them all together, add some music into the background. You know, you got yourself a VOD for YouTube. This podcast should be going up on Spotify, so make sure you tune into that. Make sure to follow our Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube, follow our yep. podcast, everything. Mm-hmm. Follow us on all platforms, also, please. enter yeah. the naming contest and your name will be chosen we don't know when we're going to choose one it depends on the amount of entries we get in the amount of time i want it to be sooner than later sooner than later yes i 